Um, as we were singing, well, really, all the songs, but I think it was that first song, um, when it was talking, talking about the dark, I just kept getting this picture of God, or of Jesus, really, going to the darkness. She says, I'm not loud enough. <laughs> not loud enough? Okay. Can you hear me now? Um, as we were singing that first song, I got this picture of Jesus going to the heart of the earth and going to the darkness for us so that we didn't have to. And um, I just kept getting that picture and over and over of he was there so we didn't I didn't have to go um, I want to talk to you today about not being alone my uh, title is I'm not alone um, and as some of you know my husband just started a new journey um, he is at Arkansas State Police Academy, and so he's not with me during the week. And um, I found myself saying before he even left, um, man, I'm going to be alone. <laughs> and the Lord really, he just corrected me. And he said, you're never alone. Um, I want you to look at Genesis 2.18. And this is really the scripture that he kind of shut my mouth <laughs> with. I'm reading out of the NLT. Now, some of you might be wondering why I'm going here, but it spoke to me in a way that it corrected me in this time. And it's where the Lord um, had created man, and he was about to create woman. And he, um, it says, Then the Lord said, God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for you. And when I read that, you know, I really wasn't even afraid of being at home by myself and, you know, doing all the things by myself without Tucker. But it was just like the Lord, he was calling me to be more intimate with him as I could because, you know, I didn't have my physical husband with me. I'm not, I don't have him with me all, all week. So it was like the Lord was like, hey, you're saying these things. You're not, you're going to be alone, but I'm always with you. And so when I read that, I didn't, I mean, a lot of us read it and, you know, we see that the Lord's talking to man and woman about marriage, but for him to highlight that for me in this season 
it was just, it was life, it was life changing. Um, and that, that word helper, I will make, I will make a helper for you. You know, we, we know that that's in later scripture referenced as the Holy Spirit. And I just love how that applies to me in this season of being at home by myself the majority of the time. So today I just want to highlight some scriptures that let you know that God is always with you. Um, So go with me now to John 14 verses... 15-20. You know, as a teacher, you, don't appre- you, you appreciate the worship leaders on another level, <laughs> confirming the word for you. Okay, John 14, verse 15. This is where Jesus is telling his disciples that he's going to Leave with him um, the Holy Spirit. It says, if you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking, it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him, but you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you also will live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. And I love how he he says that, I am in you because it gives such a a closer um, relationship. Whereas when I think of somebody being with me, I think of them standing next to me. But whenever you're in someone, it's like that that intertwined. And so I just thought that was really good. How the Lord says the Lord sends the Holy Spirit to be in us, and not just you know. Yeah, beside us. Um, to me, that's the surest scripture of him being with me and always in me. Romans eight thirty five tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of God. You know, in times where you think that you're alone, (laughs) you really need that love. Romans 8.35, let me find it. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute, or in danger, or threatened with death. Mm. 
I want you to kind of just think about that. How there's that other scripture, I don't know where it's at, but it talks about what God has bind together, let no man separate. And a lot of times we look at that scripture for, you know, a reference of marriage, for marriage. But a few years back, the Lord gave me this revelation of that scripture. And he was talking, telling me in the season I was in that no man, not even myself, can separate what God has ordained. (laughs) And to me, he's talking about the relationship between me and him and not that relationship between me and somebody else. Um, But just for that revelation of I can't even separate myself. I can walk away. Yes, I have that choice, that free will. But for God to not separate himself from us is so reassuring. Um. And I want you to say, I want you to repeat this um, confession. No matter what season season of life I'm in, in, God is with me, me. and his love will never never be far from me. me. Thank you, Lord. Now, um, Hebrew 13, 5 and 6 Um, You don't have to turn there, but it says, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. What a promise. (laughs) I mean, sometimes we just need to read these scriptures and give it the credit that it deserves for our lives. Um. Go with me to Deuteronomy 31.6. This is where Moses um, was talking to the Israelites. And Joshua is becoming the leader. It says, so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. And that that part that says go ahead of you really stuck out to me. Um, because as I've, as I've needed him now in the present he really brought to my attention that he went before me. He took care of the past. He's in my present. And his word was sent to the future to go before me. And I think this is what he specifically gave me for somebody. In situations and circumstances, sometimes we've got to look at what the Lord has already done in our lives to see that he is with us and for us.
Uh, let's look at Matthew 28, 20. Jesus is given the great commission to his disciples. Let's just go ahead and back up to 18, where Jesus starts speaking. He says, I have, given, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commandments I have given you. And be sure of this. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Love that. That's just another example of. I love when Jesus says it because it just. <laughs> he was the Word made flesh. So we can't deny. Now, I want you. Um, I was instructed by the Lord, so you have to do it. But. <laughs> um, there's so many scriptures, and I could be here all day giving you scriptures that say God is with you, but I want you to go home, and I want you to find a scripture or multiple scriptures that speak the most to you and where you're at today that say that God is with you. And since we have review next week, you can share. But that is your homework for today. Um, also, the Lord really had me impressed to say that if you feel alone, find a praise and worship song that reassures you that he's with you, that helps you feel his presence in that song. Um, I know being a praise and worship leader, it's easy for me to to connect and to song, but there's some of you that also can connect to song, and I, I just encourage y'all to find a song or two or three, and if you have, if you need me to give you some songs, I've got a lot of songs that um, I get in my quiet time to, like certain songs, and so um, I don't care to help you. Do whatever it takes to feel him close, and be reminded that he's with you. Um, and so I want to end with Isaiah 41. That, you know, Miss Bonnie already brought out today. But I, um, I want to read it out of the message. And I think that's the, the one that you had brought out. But I want to read 1 through 13. And I want you to really pay attention to how the Lord is calling out the darkness and its schemes right here before he even, before he even, you know, says, don't panic, I'm with you. It says, quiet down, far-flung ocean islands, listen, sit down and rest, everyone. Recover your strength, gather around me, say what's on your heart. And I, 
say what's on your heart, that really stuck out to me because in a time when you feel alone or abandoned, it's good to just sit down and say, Lord, here I am. Will you please just reassure me that somebody is here with me, that you're here with me when no one else is? Say what's on your heart. Together, let's decide what's right. Who got things rolling here? Got this champion from the east on the move? Who recruited him for his job? Then rounded up and corralled the nation so he could run roughshod over kings. He's off and running, pulverizing nations into dust, leaving only stubble and chaff in his wake. He chases them and comes through unscathed, his, his feet scarcely touching the path. Who did this? Who made this happen? Who always gets things started? I did. God. I'm first on the scene. I'm also last to leave. And here's, her, here's where he really calls out the darkness he says far-flung ocean islands see it and panic the ends of the earth are shaken fearfully they huddle together they try to help each other out making up stories in the dark the god makers in the workshops go into overtime product production crafting new models of no gods urging one another on good job great design pounding his in nails at the base so that things won't tip over but you, Israel, are my servant. You're my Jacob and my first choice. Descendants of my good friend, friend Abraham, I pulled you in from all over the world, called you in from every dark corner of the earth, telling you you're my servant, serving on my side. I've picked you. I haven't dropped you. Don't panic. I am with you. There's no need to fear, for I'm your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady and keep a firm grip on you. And I love how, as I was reading that, I just saw this picture of God putting Israel's fight back in them and reminding them of where they stand with God and who goes before them. And so, like I said, I want you to really study and find some scriptures that apply to you, um, that remind you that God is with you, that he's for you, um, and that no matter where you go, no matter where you stay, you're not alone, and that the Holy Spirit is your helper and comforter. And with that, I'm done. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'll pray over you guys. Do you want me to pray here? Yeah, go ahead. I want to make comments. Oh, okay. She wants to make comments. Thank you, folks. You're welcome. This was a very important message to all of us women. And I wrote down some things. Do I feel alone? Do you ever feel alone, women? I want to see the hands. If you ever feel alone, 
and not included. Look at the hands. I do. I feel alone a lot of times. So the answer to that is yes for a lot of us. I think everybody probably experiences that at some times, but sometimes it's harder on others. <clears throat> Y'all excuse my voice. It will improve. Uh, you see, you don't have to be a widow to feel alone. Now, I have some widow ladies in here, which I'd like to see you after we get through today, because I want to introduce Lynn, I want to introduce you to, to Rhonda and some of us that have become widows. So, I challenge you as women to be aware of women that are around you. They may not be your best friend, but I, I'm going to share something with you. You see, we have a, those of us that are lonely sometimes have an opportunity to be jealous of you. Are you getting this? When we see you out and about doing things with your best friends and not including me or you or, or having others to join with you other than your little group, I challenge you. So I, the Lord really has me working on this to not just include my special friends and my little circle. This lesson was taught for a reason today. Because there are loneliness is hard to describe. It can involve a lot of things. And so I think that's why the Lord has instructed me for my home to become a filling station for women. <clears throat> and to be aware of other women and do things. I'm, I'm, he's instructed me, you do things with other people besides your little circle. Pause and think about that. How do other people feel when they see you out and about with just your little circle and they're having to sit at home? Now, this is the Holy Spirit speaking to us, every one of us in here today. Because if you'll, if, everybody raise your hand. I want you to look around and see how many people say, women say that they are lonely a lot of times. Raise your hands again, ladies. Now, look around. What are you doing to help those ladies? How are you living outside your own little box? And you don't have to be a widow. Your husband can be off working. Kayla's alone. So what are we going to do about that? She needs fellowship. And everyone in here needs fellowship. And I just encourage us today to be aware of other people's needs. Sure, Jesus says he'll never leave you nor forsake you, but there are times you need physical people to have fellowship with, to do things with, girls. It's time we grow up and get outside our... And I'll, I'll have to just tell you, there's times when I see some of my friends out doing things and I'm home alone, that I have to fight it. I fight it. I say, well, I wish I had somebody to go out with at night to go eat with. I refuse to go eat by myself because this is all new to me of being a widow. So I, I, I'm not comfortable to go and eat by myself. So I just drive through and pick up something to those of you that I've, I have talked with. I just go through and pick up something. And then I take it home. 
And you know what? I have to battle. This is a new life for me, but it has made me more compassionate for you. Do you get that? I am more compassionate. Jesus is very compassionate, and I know he's with you, ladies. He's with you in every situation and circumstance and battle that you might be fighting in your own private life. But if we will just get outside our own little box and do something for somebody else, you have no idea if you're not doing that how it will minister to you because you're giving. Praise God. So I just ask you, as I was, I was writing these things down, that we have battles of the mind when we're alone that we have to fight. Is this making any sense to y'all? To get outside the box, ladies. Ask the Lord every day, Father, who do I need to give a call today? And, and Lois, I, I, I missed it this week. I was supposed to call you again. I knew that. In fact, I made the statement, I need to call Lois again because I know she's lonely. She's facing battles. She's facing decisions. And just a phone call means so much. And phone calls are great. Text messages are great. So I'm, finally what I'm trying to say, loneliness is real. But sometimes it's not just Jesus that you need. You need somebody. I was, I was reading this book that uh, Vic Porter had sent me. I'm the only person he has let borrow this book. <laughs> I felt so honored he mailed it. He said, I'm going to mail you this book. And it had to do with worship. And on one of the pages in that book, it's, it's old, old, old. In fact, it's just falling apart. I was very careful with it, and I got it mailed back today. So I felt honored that Vic would send me this. But it covered worship. And he said, you know, when we, have, when we are worshiping and praising, like in a congregation, he said, that's fellowship with your brothers and sisters. He said, that is so important, the fellowship during worship and praise with your brothers and sisters. And I had never looked at it like that. But he said, that, that's fellowship. That's friendship with each other. And everybody being going to Jesus at the same time. We have so much to learn. Jesus has a heart for his children. And he has placed that within us. And I'm telling you, girls, I'm going to see some changes in some of you that all you do is with your own little circle. Is this reprimanding? Yes. I think it's the Holy Spirit. But I have never been so fulfilled since Tom left me as doing what the Holy Spirit has been instructing me to do. And I'm not perfect. But I can tell you one thing, I'm busy with a lot of different ladies other than my little group. And I am the one that is so blessed. And if you feel like you need me, you give me a call. Because I might have to cancel something else. I have been blessed Cindy's heart. I just love you and Brad so much. But 
they give in so many different ways. And they bless me with eggs all the time. I tell you, they have productive chickens. <clears throat> and bless her heart, I have felt, and I told her this, I have felt like I was supposed to make her this vegetable tort. And I have made it several times thinking I'm bringing it to her. And God says, give that to so-and-so. And she hasn't gotten it yet. And I don't know when you're ever going to get it. But when I get it made, the Lord said, you need to take that to so-and-so. So so-and-so so gets it. And what I told you, yes. And what I told her was, I'm using those eggs to bless other people. So her blessing is just continuing. It's traveling to different women. And, I, you know, I made that vegetable tort yesterday. And my sister-in-law called me and she said, oh, I said, well, I was making it for you and Mike to come to my house to eat supper because she's been wanting that. And I said, so I called and said, well, I've made this vegetable tort and a salad today at noon. Y'all want to come for dinner tonight? Well, my brother answered the phone. Pam was asleep. No, she's going to be making soup. Well, I got a call about 11 o'clock last night. Mike just told me that you had made that vegetable tort. He said he didn't know what a tort was. <laughs> so he didn't want to come and eat it. But so anyway, somebody else got it. But it was for them. So, Cindy, one of these days you're going to get that. Amen. But girls, there's no satisfaction like the satisfaction of ministering to somebody else. Spending time with somebody else. Just ask the Holy Spirit every day, Father, who can I bless today? It may be a stranger. But that's how you're going to be fulfilled because they're not a stranger to God. You need to write that one down. Those people that you meet at Walmart and the grocery store, they're not a stranger to God. He's with them. Well, I've preached long enough. But I felt like the Lord wanted me to say that. Ladies, get outside the box. And don't just be with your own little circle. Sure, you can be with your own little circle, but not all the time. You know, we, we try to teach when we have dinners and our socials here at the church. Can you just sit with somebody else sometime? Can you not do that? Can you not make the rounds instead of sitting with your own little circle? I better hush before the Holy Spirit gets me in trouble. I love you ladies. But I want to see us growing up to where we minister to people instead of just our own little selves all the time. Holy Spirit, you better protect me from these ladies today. But I love you and I thank you for that, that you're correcting all of us. Father, I ask you to place within the hearts of every lady in here somebody, somebody, not me. I'm, I'm being blessed. You know that you can place within somebody's heart and mind somebody they, that you want them to minister to just by loving them, just to taking them out, just to do whatever they would enjoy doing. And Father, I bless you for the Holy Spirit. I thank you that he's more in our life than what we realize. And I thank you for those that have raised their hands, that have lonely moments, that, Father, somebody will help to fill that lonely moment. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen.